If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. You're looking at more than just the product and service you offer. You want to dig into the people you want and are able to serve the most. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. I was recently on a fun catch-up call with my mastermind girls from a few years back, and one of them asked me, Jenna, what trends do you anticipate coming in the next year? And I told them with confidence that I feel like people are wanting to find more specialized solutions versus just general services and products and offers. Like, As consumers, we are getting hyper-specific in the way that we use the internet to purchase and learn and consume and explore, and I anticipate that idea will continue to force businesses to get hyper-specific on who it is that they're serving, what their marketing is, and the products that they offer. Now, if you're in the entrepreneurial space, you've likely heard unending advice about finding your niche or niching down. If you haven't heard it and you're wondering, um, what's a niche? When the words used as an adjective, it's basically talking about denoting or relating to product services or interests that appeal to a small specialized section of the population. Keywords here are a small specialized section of the population, AKA you're not making something that could be right for everyone. Your offer is perfect for a smaller audience that cannot deny that they need exactly what you've got. Some business experts actually believe the number one mistake that new business owners make is not niching down enough and therefore trying to speak to a massive unspecific crowd rather than a highly fixed group of people who would best benefit from their product or service. Now, here's the thing. I get it. When you're starting out, especially, you want to get as many clients or customers as possible. And it probably feels scary to try and focus in on a smaller group of people. Why would you want to exclude anyone? I mean, after all, customers equal profits, which equals business health, right? Well, not exactly. 
I remember back in the day when I first became a wedding photographer, I was in this age and stage of life where so many people I knew were graduating college and getting married. Now, if you're from the Midwest, you likely know what I'm talking about. And what I would do is I would essentially just watch like a hawk on Facebook whenever someone would change their relationship status to engaged. And then I'd send them a message on Messenger. Like I even had this template and everything that basically just said, hey, I want to be a wedding photographer. I have a camera and I'd love to capture your big day. At that time, I was so fresh and new to the business world that I felt sad if someone actually didn't choose me. And I honestly didn't realize that I didn't need or want to be everyone's wedding photographer. That sort of goal, it's not even sustainable anyway, and it involves a lot of chasing down anyone and everyone who could potentially, possibly, perhaps need my services, including the people who didn't actually value me and just needed a human with a decent camera. Yes, it was pretty tiring, I'll admit, but I thought that was just part of running a business. It wasn't until I reached about my third year in business as a photographer when I finally had the budget to rebrand and upgrade my free website that I finally understood I didn't need every single couple that's getting married in Wisconsin to hire me. I just needed 25 couples to choose me, just 25. Now, over 30,000 couples get married in Wisconsin each and every single year. So I just needed to focus on attracting less than one-tenth of one percent of those couples to know that I am the perfect photographer for them. Let's be honest. Our jobs are way more fun and rewarding when we feel in sync with our clients and valued and trusted. And I really wanted to be pumped about every single wedding and every single couple. That meant that I had to market specifically to that one-tenth of one percent to ensure that my calendar filled with the right people. It was helpful to dig into who those couples were and what they connected to, what they wanted out of their wedding photography so that I could easily speak to them online. Like what kind of photos were they looking at for inspiration? What venues were they dreaming about? What were their hopes for their photography? Who did they surround themselves with? What inspired them? Recognizing that I wasn't everyone's photographer freed me up to speak super specifically to my dream clients without fear. I took my photography business to the next level because I was super clear on who it is that I wanted to work with, and that led me down the path of more easily figuring out how exactly to find them. I also found this spark of passion again. Like I wasn't just spinning my wheels, trying to hunt down every last engaged couple planning a wedding in Wisconsin. I was doing jobs that I really truly loved. And that fired me up because I was working with the right people. I felt valued and chosen, not just because I was a girl with a camera, but because I was the right photographer for them. What could that look like for you? What could it mean for your business? We're going to explore this notion of digging into a niche today, and I am so excited because I believe that this can set you apart and move you forward more than so many other top business practices. If you're not sure if you need to drive down into a niche or you're not certain how to find the right one, or you just want to inspect your business a bit to be sure that your niche is your right target for your goals and your trajectory keep on listening. This is the episode that'll help you get clear on your niche and narrow down how and who to speak to in your marketing. And I'm just saying it right now. We'll probably all think the word niche sounds super weird by the end of this because I'm going to be saying it a lot. All right, let's do this. 
The secret behind my website design is Tonic. They've created a collection of customizable websites that are super stunning and wicked easy to update. Save 20% on your Tonic site at tonicsiteshop.com with the code GOLDDIGGER. That's T-O-N-I-C-S-I-T-E-S-H-O-P.com and the code GOLDDIGGER. Okay, before we go any further, let's break down the basics. Niche is sort of this popular buzzword in the business world, but what does it actually mean? In business, a niche is a specifically defined portion inside of a larger category. So let's take the health and fitness world, for example. That's a giant category. But a health coach may target a niche audience that's interested in something like intuitive eating and mindful nutrition. You could even go narrower within that niche and say that you work specifically with women ages 25 to 40 who live within 50 miles of your geographic area and who are busy working moms that are (laughs) gluten-free. Dang, you can almost picture that exact woman. You might even know her yourself, right? You're looking at more than just the product and service you offer. You want to dig into the people you want and are able to serve the most. What are their pain points? What are their life experiences? And even down to the specifics like their age or location. Think of your niche as being an inch wide and a mile deep, meaning that you're talking to a very narrow audience that fits a specific demographic and description. This helps you to craft everything from your website coffee to your social media posts, to your emails in a way that speaks to exactly who it is that you want to serve. It basically simplifies everything about your messaging and marketing in a very big way. Now, from a customer's perspective, this is major. Like if I'm looking for a restaurant to eat at that has really good gluten-free food and I'm looking at menus and websites online, if I see a restaurant with a 10-page menu that offers everything from chicken wings to pancakes and they have maybe one or two gluten-free offerings, then sure, maybe I'll consider it. But if I find a cafe that has a detailed one-page menu with specialties and gluten-free options for everything they offer, you can bet that that's where I'm going to choose to go. Like, I personally would rather pay for and put my trust into something that is a specialty rather than hoping for the best for the company that tries to be all things for all people. Think of it this way. If a loved one of yours got a terrible cancer diagnosis and they were only seeing a general doctor, you'd likely encourage them to find someone that is an expert in their specific diagnosis and who has gotten great results for other patients within their same type of cancer, right? Not that the family medicine doctor wouldn't have great advice and techniques, but you'd be more willing to put your trust into someone who specializes versus hoping for the best in even a good doctor who is a general MD. While you might think you're eliminating opportunities to speak to everyone else who falls outside of your niche and potentially even pushing them away, the opposite is actually true. You push more people away when you try to serve everyone because your message isn't clear and it's not convincing enough to get someone to take confident action. And if you think about it this way, if you're out there and you're trying to please everyone, you're likely not pleasing your dream clients either because they're landing and they're not sure if they're in the right place or they're the right person or you're the right fit for them. As consumers, we want service providers and businesses that are experts in hyper-specific fields, not jacks and jills of all trades, because most people appreciate that you can be good at a few things, but you're not going to be exceptional at everything. You'll get more people in your door when you narrow down exactly who you can serve and how. 
The people who fall within your reach will have no question whether or not you're the right person to serve them or you've created the right products to solve their solutions. Have you guys ever heard of the book and the concept called the Blue Ocean Strategy? My bud, Russell Brunson, writes about this theory, which was created by W. Chan Kim and Renee Maburn in one of his books. And it's such a valuable and super interesting read about niching down and not being afraid to be different. Essentially, you think about when there's a shark feeding on another animal in the ocean and all the other sharks swarm in and share in that meal. They're often frantic and competing to get their piece of the dinner. That's the red ocean. And the same thing happens in business. It's when you see something working for someone else and you do pretty much the same thing, crowding the space and having to fight to be noticed when instead it would serve you so much more fully to go somewhere else and find clear blue water to be the only shark. So here are the characteristics of being in a red ocean. Listen up and see if this applies to you, your current business model, or the business you're thinking of starting. A red ocean includes competing in an existing market space, spending your efforts trying to beat the competition, working hard to exploit existing demand, and pricing yourself based on what others are pricing themselves at. Meanwhile, over in the blue ocean, you'll be able to experience creating with an uncontested market space, making the competition irrelevant creating and capturing new demand and pricing based off of your own value and worth, not others' opinions or numbers. Doesn't that sound so much more freeing than feeling like you have to compete to have a voice and spending all of your energy spinning your wheels, trying to win over clients and customers and trying to beat off your competitors? When you choose to exist in the blue ocean, you create the demand rather than fighting over it, and it allows this deep, wide potential for you to tap into because it's less busy and less loud than the red ocean. The blue ocean is expansive and vast and powerful when it comes to profitable growth, not to mention a heck of a lot less stressful on a day-to-day basis to exist in that clearer water. No frenzied cutthroat competition, no rules set by others to follow, and no splitting the demand with tons of other businesses. You can find so much more about this concept. I encourage you to dig into the book. This is just the tip of the iceberg. Head to blueoceanstrategy.com to pick up your copy and dig way deeper into this strategy. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and I was there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. 
Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash golddigger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash golddigger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. Okay. So now that you know why it's so important to narrow your niche and your reach, but now you're wondering, well, how do I do it? It doesn't matter if you're just starting out or if you've been in business for a while, it is never too late to dig into a specific niche. I've been mentoring business owners through COVID-19 and many are experiencing this higher demand right now, which I honestly believe is because people are realizing the value of digital business now more than ever but the demand is almost starting to overwhelm some of these business owners. And there's this feeling of like, what if it's not going to last, which leads them to saying yes too much and leads them closer to ultimately burning out. And so I've been guiding them through determining whether everyone inquiring to work with them actually fits within their target audience and thus within their niche and helping them to determine what are the best offers for the people that you can serve and serve at the highest level. So here's what I've told them to ask themselves and what I'd encourage you to ask yourself too. These are the questions. Who do you really want to serve? Is this opportunity in alignment with your goals and your values? What parts of your business bring you energy and what sucks your energy? What is truly worth your time to do, meaning what fulfills your value and moves the profit needle forward in a way that brings you closer to your definition of success? You can use these as journal prompts if you'd like, and we'll have them in the show notes for today. You can always find our show notes at golddiggerpodcast.com. And I want for you to be able to jot down a noodle on this as you start to work on niching down. Start with exploring these broad questions because I found that the intersection of who you want to serve with what work brings you the most energy is often the best way to start tapping into your niche. To take it a step further, consider writing a bio of your one ideal customer or client. Now, trust me, before you sign up, identifying your one ideal customer won't mean you're casting your net too narrowly. It actually allows you to best visualize and speak to a range of people who have characteristics in common with your ideal client. 
Think of your ideal client as the single person who gets their exact needs met by what you're offering. Now, trust me, I know that ideal client avatar exercises can be so weird and they can make you feel stuck and leave you feeling like you don't fully get it. So let me walk you through the traditional way of doing this and then my way of doing this. Now, the traditional way of doing this is to give this person, your quote avatar, your imaginary dream client, a name and draft up a full identity to describe who they are, what they want and need, and how your business can specifically serve them. And then you would build out a profile around this imaginary person and literally draft a description about them that you can refer to anytime you're unclear on the messaging or the tone of your marketing or business materials. Now, if this sounds really hard for you or if you're struggling with this notion, keep listening. I have another method that might help you out. Many marketers urge you to consider all of these when building out your ideal client profile, and they want you to be able to include their age, their potential line of work, their education, their family. Are they married or single? Do they have kids, no kids, their goals, their hobbies, their pet peeves, their favorite foods and drinks, what they do in their spare time, their strengths and weaknesses, and even specifics like their Enneagram number. You might be thinking, well, how am I going to know all of these details? Think about who you are already serving most commonly or who you want to serve and are capable of serving and getting results for. What characteristics do these people have in common? Those would go into your ideal customer's profile. While you want to build the singular specific person, the process of building his or her profile comes from digging into and pulling commonalities from those you already serve or those you hope to serve. Now, for me, this abstract method always left me feeling a little confused, and I couldn't quite understand how to create an ideal client avatar that helped me. In fact, I usually would start and then stop and then move on to something more concrete, but then this one method helped me to understand it in an entirely new way. I thought about my past clients that I had served, and I asked myself, when did I feel most valued? When did I leave the job feeling energized? Who would I love to work with again and again? Like, Who made my job feel like it wasn't work? If you're already in business, there's likely been a client of yours that was a dream client. Build a profile around that one person, like the actual human being. Answer those questions with that client in mind. I mean, suddenly it makes it way easier to answer questions about their demographic and their style and where they travel and how they engage online and where they shop. And if you haven't had a dream client yet, or you're just getting started, think about who you would die to work with. Even if it's a celebrity or just a stranger on the internet, build your ideal client around that person, that actual human being. Now I found for me that when I can visualize a real human, either a past client or a dream client that I would love to work with, it helps me to actually grasp the importance of marketing directly to that one person. Person And it allows me to be way more specific with my marketing and my messaging and my visuals, thus making it more possible to succeed in a niche market. Whenever I write an email for my list or an Instagram caption, or when we create a new page on my website, I'm always thinking about one person spoke about it before on the show, but the power of one. And if I'm really struggling, I visualize that actual human being, how I would speak to them, what I would say, why this matters to them. Now, the best part is, is if you think about marketing to a specific human, if there's one person out there that matches that profile, there are likely hundreds or even thousands of humans just like that dream client out there, and your marketing and messaging will be speaking so clearly to those people that they cannot ignore it. 
I remember the first time that I marketed so specifically to my dream bride. And I told myself, if I can find just one person who resonates with my marketing, who is willing to pay my rates, who books their date, then I know with confidence that I can find 24 other brides just like that one. And that I have proof of concept and a sustainable, profitable business model. Now, the other great thing to remember is that there are going to be people on the fringe of being your ideal client that will still be a great fit for you and your business and be likely to take advantage of your offers. So you'll enjoy the benefits of hitting the exact right audience with your clear marketing without fearing that you're too narrow or repelling too many people to be successful because there will be people that are like-minded that resonate with how you're showing up. That's what makes this so fun and fulfilling. When you can name the exact type of person you want to serve, you start to attract that right type of person. I promise, like it's true. There's this other book called Attracting Perfect Customers that is fabulous when it comes to finding your you guess it, perfect customers. And it talks all about how just getting familiar with who your perfect customer is will set you up to sync up and attract them so much easier. It shares this lighthouse metaphor that says lighthouses stay still and provide a light for people to be able to find shore with ease. Now think about it. Like if lighthouses were mobile and constantly trying to chase down every boat in the sea, it would cause massive confusion and they could only focus on trying to catch one boat at a time. Instead, staying put and shining their light will attract the ships that need them. We want to be the lighthouses in our industry, staying put, not trying to be everything to everyone. A quote that I love from that book says this, a perfect customer is one whose needs are a perfect fit for a company's mission. When the relationship between need and service are perfectly aligned, positive results occur with amazing velocity and synergy almost without effort. Doesn't that sound so similar to the blue ocean analogy too? When we know who it is we're serving and how we're able to serve them, it becomes almost effortless to speak to them and attract them to us. Finding your ideal audience and niching down doesn't have to be this big, overwhelming to do. In fact, I think it can be a really fun and highly rewarding experience and one that'll reap you rewards for years and years to come. Not only will it position you as an expert in a highly detailed corner of your industry, but it'll also make all of your marketing efforts so much less challenging. You'll know exactly who to speak to in your copy. You'll know their exact pain points that you can solve. You'll know how to interact with them and engage with them on social media and in emails and through blog posts. And you won't have to rack your brain trying to think of what to say or how to help people because you won't be speaking to the masses and all kinds of different people and different problems. You'll almost become friends with your ideal customer, knowing their ins and their outs, their questions and their challenges, and knowing how to help them through it all. And know this, not only are people willing to pay for specialized services, when you are able to serve as an expert, they trust you more, which allows the experience to be rooted in letting you do your job and do it well, likely leading you towards deeper job satisfaction. You have a specific set of skills that can serve a category of people who want and need what you can offer them. Deciding to market to that specific group has the potential to skyrocket your reach within that niche, and it'll allow you to dig even deeper into your specialty, gaining more experience and understanding how to fill that niche's needs. It's the perfect cycle of fulfilling a group's needs 
learning from their experiences, and then fulfilling them some more. And I fully believe that every single business can benefit from doing this work to dial into your own niche and serving the people who are out there who need you the most. I hope that you walk away feeling inspired to dig in and to deepen who it is that you serve so that you can focus in laser focus on your messaging, your marketing, and the way that you connect with others online and in person. Until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. And remember, the riches are in the niches. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.